and it's time for me, a green queen, and a binge monster to chat and talk to our community. Yay! Oh, we're having a time over here. You know, it's just, <clears throat> it's something about the the fall weather that really gets me like, why is everything all happening and spinning at once? Yeah. I have a lot of leftover Halloween candy and I'm going to eat them while we talk. <laughs> I want to apologize in advance for any of the sounds <laughs> our listeners are going to hear throughout this episode. I would say that I'm going to edit them out, but now I feel like it would take away from the experience. I was just thinking of that word, experience. You know, when when we're all, you know, done with, and we're into the, the winter times, we should do a live episode. Cause wow, I really thought you were going to go in such a different direction. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, you know the winter of our of our lives like you know like the end like i thought i thought yeah okay yeah 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 yeah. let's do a live episode in december i'm I'm definitely not so cynical i would not say that i thought it was gonna be just like you know in reflection are we gonna be able to think about moments like this where we really spent time talking about something that we really love which is just anime and feel good about. I'm like, yeah, I was, I was so ready for a different stream, ready for a different stream of consciousness here. Yeah. So speaking of the thing that we love the absolute most and the thing that keeps us coming back here week after week to chat, theorize, make jokes and have fun. Anime. You and I have had. (laughs) I don't know. You and I have had a not so great track record the last couple times that we've been like, okay, let's check in and talk about anime. I certainly have been like, I'm too freaking busy and haven't watched anything. <laughs> You're pretty good about it though. But you yeah, I feel like you've rewatched things. And I'm like, you need new you need new stuff. You need to be watching what all the kids are watching. I mean the kids as long as the kids are watching good things, I'm definitely down to watch the kids are watching. You know, I really keep calling back to the one string of weeks, probably only like two or three, where you were re-watching Slam Dunk, and I didn't know how to tell you to stop doing that. Oh, no, absolutely not. I don't regret that at all. I, I actually haven't finished it. You have reminded me. Maybe I'll watch it on the plane to Nepal. No, gosh, it's not. This was not my intention at all. Not my intention. Um, (laughs) What did you say? I said you succeeded. You succeeded. Um, Failure on my part. So anime, really, really bringing it back in anime I have watched and I'm very proud of my weekend. Mind you, I was ill. I was like, I basically was absolutely done. So I couldn't even like, re- I played some video games, but not really. I watched a lot of anime recently. Let's Notably, go. I finally finished literally the one episode I needed to finish the pain arc. <laughs> I, I, I was like all, I got all the way to the end and it was just like the, 
the talking of the closing episode, the celebration yeah. after re- whatever. And like, I didn't know that. And so I, it went uh, like a couple weeks went by almost a month. I've been so busy. And now I finally watched it. And I was like, I literally just needed to celebrate. Like that was like, this was it. This was all I was missing. So finally buttoned that up and can move on to a new arc. Hopefully um, I might be in like a filler episode, but I don't know. I actually might ask you about that. Um, I've finally started Vinland Saga season two. Dope. Which is incredible. I yeah. finally watched Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Ooh. It's a big deal. That's a big deal. That was great. That's been a long time coming. And there's Did it live up to the hype? It did. I didn't think it was about that at all. Oh, okay. I didn't. I had no idea what that movie was about. Were you like? Be honest. Were you thinking like, okay, Japanese Pocahontas with a wolf? I like. I'm really no, no. I meant like before you watched it. Like, what did you think it was about? I understand, and it's just blank. Like, I I thought it would be more like. Not that Spirited Away is like not heavy in its own right, uh-huh. but I but I feel like Spirited Away is like for kids, and I was like, oh, Prince Monogate's gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna hang around, uh-huh. and like I I've not seen Ponyo yet, but I'm like, oh, Ponyo, like that has to be like, yeah, Ghibli kids, and like everyone's fun, and my neighbor Totoro, and blah blah blah. I haven't seen most yeah. of these titles I'm mentioning. But I thought it was going to be like that. And then it was for adults, like fully for adults. I was pleased. I was pleased with this discovery, though. It was very good. It was very, very good. Very symbolic. Like, I I hope that we can do some sort of Ghibli deep dive and where that's in the conversation. I can do a little more research on what what I'm I'm watching. It's kind of shocking we haven't, if, if I think about it. Oh, I know. It, it, you saying that just really makes me realize, like, there's a lot of stuff that we, in theory, should have talked about this many seasons into <laughs> our podcast. I, I, and I, I don't mean because we should have. I just mean, like, we could have. Yeah. There's so much to talk about. There, there's so much we still can talk about. It's so, it's so true. Like, and, but I think the thing that makes Ghibli hard is that mm-hmm. the body of work that comes yeah. out of the studio is vast and yeah. each piece being just as important as the next. So that makes for yeah. almost a hard episode to be like in 90 minutes, we're going to talk about this. Like it's not enough time. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Have you seen Casablanca? <laughs> the film? Yes, but like so long ago when I was in like when I was a senior in high school. I have no idea. Just, so if I was to be like spitball the plot, could could probably not. It's been no, years since I watched it. Yeah, no. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, I feel enough, like it's enough. a bunch of it's I feel like it's a mix up kind of movie. It is a it's a it's a it's a movie. It's a it's a there's a lot happening. And also, it feels like nothing's happening, but a lot is happening. Anyways, I ask this because during Hurricane Sandy, I stayed with one of my roommates uh, at the time while I was in college and was introduced to Porco Rosso. 
which is a great, a great film that Ghibli put out. But it is clearly Casablanca. <laughs> really? Clearly in, yeah. And, and but like in anime in Pork Rosa form where like every creature is a pig. It's so interesting. They're all pig. Uh, Those are pigs. Yeah. We should watch we should Casablanca watch. and Pocoroso in oh, in an episode together. Maybe they're not all pigs, but but I, it's been a while since I've even seen Pocoroso. I would be super down to do that. I think that could be yeah. fun, whether they're similar yeah. or not similar at all. But I'll also say Princess Mononoke was, it, rightfully so, everyone I've talked to was like, you would love this. And I did. And oh, I did. Um. I'm also, there's more stuff that I'm watching, um, but I'm also watching Citrus. Have you seen this? No, but I've read it. Okay. I wonder what the experience is reading it, because it's really, I felt like it was a queer anime staple. And then watching uh-huh. it, I was like, I get why, but I also get why it also, I feel like, is a yeah, but. You know what I mean? Mm. Very. It's a, it's, a, it's a controversial show. Very controversial show. Sorry, I'm, I'm adjusting myself. Sorry if I sounded insane in the mic. Very controversial show. I haven't finished it, and I was like, kind of like, I feel like I don't have to... But I kind of do want to because I am curious. You could also just read the rest. I could also just read it. That's true. And then get it done way faster. But it's only 12 episodes. Yeah. And I'm watching it in dub. So I'm like, I was just, fl- I flew through half the season in like one sitting. I was just like doing stuff, watching it. I watched it in dub. The dub, I, I mean, it's good. Like, dub is good. When did, come out? when did Citrus come out? A while ago, I feel like at this point. I feel like it can't be mm. that long. I don't know. I really don't know. Actually, yeah. the animation did feel like somewhat not more like vintage esque in the style, I would say, but it didn't necessarily feel old whatsoever. But anyway, I don't know how I feel about it because it's definitely very fan servicey. It's definitely like mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like they needed to be stepsisters. <laughs> it's a bunch of like stuff like that where I'm like, I just feel like you could have just done this and they didn't have to be related. And I'm also kind of like really, really searching for like the core of the plot and really searching for like the character development of it to be like okay but is this for not all right i'm just gonna address the elephant in the room incest is such a theme in in japan i don't know why i mean i i understand i feel like that's a thing in like pornography in general oh yeah yeah but I mean, I'm I'm talking about not pretend stepbrother. I'm talking about biological. Oh, incest. Step. Yeah, like real true incest. Oh, like it's a theme. Sister. Oh yeah. In oh yeah. Do you think like, like that happens more often in Japan, or it's something like actually, or it's something that like we see a lot in themes <laughs> in anime, manga, short story, what have you, movies? I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna make. I'm not gonna make the attempt to claim I know if that's a bigger mm. theme in the real romantic lives of the populace of Japan. But I will say that it is super present in anime. 
uh, like uh, the irregular uh, student at the Magic High School. I forget the name of that anime, which I actually really like. It's, it's really good. <laughs> but it is always an uncomfortable scene when the sister who is like, not just like in a, uh, I have a crush on my brother weird vibe where you're like, you're a little too close to your brother, you know? Yeah. It's like direct. She's like, no, I'm in love with him. And she blushes and not a subtle way like she she's in love with her biological brother no he he doesn't reciprocate it you know he's not like oh i love you too like that doesn't happen but it is a a not subtle thing and it's uncomfortable throughout the series it makes me uncomfortable i mean not when i'm watching citrus because i'm like I'm just like literally why, but like when I would I if I were to watch anything else that's incest, it would make me so yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, the highest art um with Princess Monoke and season two of Vinland Saga, which is incredible. It's stellar right yeah. now. Like what a build and it's so delicious plot wise. I cannot wait to Ugh. keep watching that. The dialogue is excellent. The dialogue is super yeah, the writing in and I'll yeah. tell you I'm watching it in dub the dub cast mm-hmm. is phenomenal really? phenomenal voice acting I really want to go back and <laughs> just saying I shouldn't go back and do stuff over again <laughs> but reading Vinland Saga was unbelievable it it's like some it's the, probably one of the top, like best manga I've ever read and it's mm not close like it's it's definitely in my top 10 no question no question super good um i want to talk about the pain arc yes let's talk it's about the pain deal. arc a big deal that you've you've made it through this arc and and i don't know like maybe it was a little hyped up for you like what, what what's your take you you've finished it i certainly think it's not overhyped Certainly do not okay. think it's not it's overhyped, especially considering with no offense to Naruto as a whole, considering the other arcs that we've had that are important. But then mm-hmm. when we're doing the pain arc, it's like storytelling masterfully and and everything that happens in the oh. pain arc is it feels very um like we earned this. <laughs> I don't know how to say that, but everything about it, like when I look at every character, when I look at like the very, very deep and profound, um, like sort of like coming together, like like that whole speech that Payne gives at the end, and you know everything mm. like that, it, it just feels I'm like I was like, oh yeah, the fans of Naruto earned this. <laughs> in some capacity in some way everything that happens with hinata which we've already talked about i think and everything that happens with Nanato, because i i was watching this last episode on the bike at the gym with tears streaming down my face and i was so not i was so i was so not like i didn't know but then we were watching the entire village. Oh, I'm actually crying. Grovel at his feet. And you remember that they outcasted a five-year-old. Yes. yes. And it's... Our boy got his 
fucking moment. It's so right. It's so right. And that that is what feels like we earned this. <laughs> I have no right to speak. Obviously, I'm so late to the game, but it feels like we earned this. And and like it, I the the I'm having the flashes of everybody else realizing the celebration happening for Naruto and um at one point it's the the little kid uh Konohamaru uh-huh and the other two little kids and they're crying with the boogers and yeah. um so and maybe it's because I started watching this episode and I can't remember his name he has the line across and he would always they he would always eat ramen with him he was kind of like the older brother what's that Iruka Iruka, Iruka sensei. sensei yeah he, his pride and like now I'm getting a little bit of the backstory of when he first met Narado, got comfortable with him and so forth and it's like yeah like everyone so, I'm sorry I'm gonna shut that, up <laughs> no 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 I, I wanted to hear it I wanted to hear it. I wanted to hear your, your take on it because it is your to your point it brings back everything even down to the first few episodes i don't know if you remember this because it's been so long since you started this journey and and i don't mean that in a negative way at all for us when this was coming out this was a decade later that this or more that this scene came out do you remember this is not me putting you on the spot this is just like it's hard for a lot of people to remember this do you remember the moment when like Iruka took the giant shuriken to the spine in the first few episodes of Naruto. Do you remember like episode one or two? No. Yeah. What so, was, so, yeah. What was the context? So a Jonin stole a scroll and Naruto like, oh no, tried to convince Naruto to steal a scroll and he was going to go get it and then leave the village and um, Naruto didn't know any better. And that's how Naruto learned Shadow Clone Jutsu, by the way, was from the scroll when he was training and learning from the scroll. Uh-huh. And Mizuki, who was another sent, like teacher, basically was like, you, you stupid fox. Like, you are the nine-tailed fox. You'll never be anything more than that. Give mm. me the scroll. I'm leaving the village. And Iruka fought him and, like, wasn't stronger than this guy. And right as Mizuki was about to kill Naruto with a gigantic shuriken, <clears throat> Iruka like jumps into the way and takes it in the spine, in the back, oh. and saves Naruto. And that was the moment when Naruto finally felt like somebody was on his side that didn't look at him as the, as the fox mm-hmm. spirit that was inside of him. And then Naruto goes fucking off and summons like hundreds of clones and beats down Mizuki and at the end of it Iruka gives him his headband and says you passed because that was the one jutsu he never could master now I remember yes he was the only one who recognized him as an adult besides maybe the third Hokage was a whole ass problem we could talk about that another time but Like, he was the only one. And so, like, that moment of him seeing that growth, having that one person believe in him, 
to the whole fucking village is just heartbreaking and warming all at once in the most beautiful way. Like, it just... You're right. We just deserve that moment. And and that that's why that, that scene is so powerful for me, because it's like, all y'all fucking haters! <laughs> now you're on his side, because he saved the village! It's um, true. No, but it's... There's so many, so many, like, iconic moments from Sakura, like, screaming his name oh. to it like bam summon to like Hinata coming in professing her love and like when that hat shit happens to her when he goes off mm-hmm. just like everything like even Shinra Tensei like the impact of that moment when pain just rises up and fucking obliterates the village two oh, words yeah like reading that you go, oh, that's a genjutsu. That didn't actually happen. Like, there's, like, damn, that's a powerful genjutsu. There's no way, you know, because we're reading that week over week. We're just like, all right, next week it's going to come back and we're going to see that that was just a genjutsu. That wasn't real. And then it was, and we were like, what the actual fuck? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's clearly, I I think he's the biggest problem to have shown himself to us at this point in Naruto. Like, I can't think of another villain that would measure up to pain. Yeah. At this point in the story, obviously. For sure. Have you seen the manga panel? I almost want to, like, just pull it up here. Because the manga panel is so absurd that, like, when you see it, it, it just... Like, there's a reason it looks fake so impossible, you know? Like, here, this is the manga panel right here. This. And then... Oh. Yeah, so the, that's the manga panel. And then there's, like, an after where the village is, like, flooded. Um, oh, I hate, like, I hate, I just saw it on the screen. That moment where he's just floating away saying, like, you will know pain. You will yeah. feel pain. Oh, shivers down my whole spine. I can't find the manga panel, but there's this panel in the pain arc when he uses Shinra Tensei where after all the destruction is over, you see the like where the gates are to the village. You just see buildings pushing out because that's the only way they can go out of the radius of the city you just see them packed in and you're going there's no way that's real <laughs> you know i i mean i'm Crazy. i'm hearing you it's definitely it's different so- watching it because i was like that's real <laughs> when i was watching in like you know without even not even week to week i'm sure even if you were watching it week to week you might have that inkling but i'm watching it back to back to back to back to back at least at that moment, I watched all those episodes, you know, pretty back to back. And I was just like, this is devastating. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely different, right? Like seeing it animated because like you 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 can see it all happen at once. And and and, and even like just like watching it was like watching, you know, like like here are all the buildings smushed around the edge of the village. Um, yeah. that were once inside like like imagining that f- 
frame by frame, it was hard to look at the next frame. It was it was scary to like turn the page to see like what was coming. Whereas in the anime, it's just like one full one full moment. It yeah. just happens so quickly. You don't have a time to take a breath. I mean, at that um, moment, I wasn't breathing. I know that for sure. Yeah, like at that sure. moment, I was just watching, just like <gasps> and holding my breath, like for sure, for sure. And then it, you know, it's so beautiful once they're finally talking and you're kind of seeing pain come to this realization and talking about um, Jiraiya and just like both of them coming and being like Naruto, like you, you know, you got this brother. And then he says something like, you know, my my peer or forget what he calls pain my my you know my my sensei and my i'll make you you and i forget what he calls him but it, it felt somewhat meaningful it felt like very very not a dough where he's like well of course like we were both of our sensei we were both you know mm-hmm. students Fellow of our student. sensei. Yeah, yeah what does he say i wish i could think of it but it was it was more profound than what i'm saying and it was just mm-hmm. so meaningful like hearing the story of pain and seeing that and you just like get it and that's what all of the best villains do they make you just get it somehow yeah so it was and and the backstory for pain is really so well written too right like just it's just a tragic story of a war-torn area like just yeah it makes sense Right, like it, you you go. I get how you go there. Yeah. I get how you you build your philosophy in the way that you have. You're not just like a I'm seeking power and I want to be the strongest. Like it's so layered. It's. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta ask because the the big reveal for us was his father, right? Like. I, and and maybe that was already a little bit spoiled for you because Naruto has been out for so long. It's probably hard to like avoid that fact, but not father, father. Yeah. Uh, oh, being, being the Hokage or being yeah, the fourth Hokage. Oh, maybe I just have known that for so long. I didn't even think that was a spoil. Yeah. Like I, I was like, oh, I must have seen that before. Oh, that's yeah. it. We just learned about that now. Just now. This is the first time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've known that forever. Like, I think before yeah. I even watched it, I knew that. And that sucks too, because that's such a cool reveal. And then you go like the yellow hair, yellow hair, yellow hair, mm-hmm. obviously. But, but like that was just a, a hypothesis. Like, no one really knew mm-hmm. when it was coming out. So that that being ah. a reveal, I don't um, even remember how they reveal it in a flashback with uh, Jediya. No, they they reveal it when the fourth comes in and stops him from pulling out uh, off the seal, so that the nine tails doesn't take over. In that scene, remember oh. when Hinata got mixed? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh! At that point, so but it's in Naruto's. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god, I forgot that happened. Yeah, I completely forgot that happened. Now I understand. You're right. I was like, I was literally like not understanding. Yes, now I remember that scene. I had completely forgotten about it uh, because I'm the worst, and and I'm still stuck on like the con- con- uh, confronting pain portion of this. That yeah. was what that was what I was stuck on. Oh yeah, 
but that's a part of the Hinata thing. Yes, yes, yes. I think I cried during that too. Yeah. Cause it's he, a yeah. Hard like, oh my God. Like he had a father, like, you know, and he finally and it, knows. <clears throat> right. Like he didn't, he doesn't know anything I feel like about who he is or why the demon is a part of him. Like, I don't even know if he knew that. No, he didn't. Not until that part. I mean, obviously he, I mean, and he asks him, he's like, why did you put this demon inside? He literally asks his, mm-hmm. his father that mm-hmm. question. He's like, you did this. Like you, I, do you know how much like he, I went through and like, oh my God, it's tragic. It, yeah. the, the, this for me is one of the things that makes this show so incredible because the tragedy of not only the fact that, you know, the father had a duty to do this, but he actually did it with the hopes that it could give his own son an edge against enemies he knew he wasn't going to be alive to fight off because he was going to die in that scene with the nine-tailed fox, right? Yeah. He tried to help more than hurt, and it just it didn't. But the other danger here was if the world knew he was the fourth Hokage son, he's an immediate target for assassination. Yeah. Because everyone would be worried about his potential. And, and also, because he wasn't naturally gifted like his father – if everyone knew he was the fourth son, he'd be even more of a laughing stock. So like the, the, mm. the nuance of all of that too, and how tragic that is that like, imagine Minato never died. That the fourth, that's the fourth name. Yeah. Imagine Minato yeah. never died and like raised Naruto to be as great a ninja as he could be. Ugh. We would have a fundamentally different story. Yeah. We have no idea what like Naruto could be with the, massive chakra reserves he has and a father like that to teach him with an actual like, adult yeah <laughs> somebody gives a love fuck him. about him <laughs> yeah um it's it's just a it, it it just was like moment after moment from the village being destroyed to naruto's about to become the nine-tailed fox that moment when um yamato with the tails going and he's like oh yeah it's over. Like, th- like the village is done and Naruto is dead. Like, imagine the heart, like, like the just attack that he probably had seeing this while he was out on a mission, you know, away from the village. And then yeah. it went back to normal. And like, yeah, I mean, and this the, arc is. Seeing no, the nine tails like, yeah. like that was was terrifying and that like again to your point putting myself in their shoes imagine seeing that just like this i i don't even it's like it's bigger than a football stadium uh that's for sure yeah like that thing was huge and it's just flying around the animation was crazy at that point now one thing that they don't go into a crazy detail they do say it, but it's so quick to gloss over. So hopefully this isn't a big spoiler. Hmm. But it speaks to what you just said. When Minato put the nine tails into Naruto, he only put half of the nine tails into Naruto. Mm-hmm. They say that in all of this. But that's a detail important to recognize because that means that that nine tails that you saw was still only half of what Minato faced. And it's still that big and that strong. Crazy. Spooky, scary kitty. <laughs> That's a spooky, scary kitty that I don't want to see. 
Now, granted, it took a while to get here, but honestly, I think the pain arc is one of the best arcs in all of Shippuden, hands down. One of the one of the better arcs in anime, in general. I think so that's much fair. Happened. I think that's fair. Not that you know people might come for me. You haven't watched enough. I've watched uh, plenty to tell you that this is one yeah. of the best things I've ever seen. For sure, for sure. It's it's yeah, and uh, the yeah. There's it, the crazy thing here. Um, is that you really have like two more arcs left? It's just no. that one of them is massively long. Oh, okay. It's like there's like 500 episodes for me. I know. I know. I, and like maybe Crunchyroll will organize those episodes differently. There's a lot of filler coming up, by the way. I have to be in, in be tune with that. Yeah, there'll be a lot of filler that you can skip. But. There's really like two core arcs coming up or three core arcs. One is like the pre-arc build. Then there's the actual arc. And then there's one more arc that ends the whole show. And man, like it's uh, it's a ride. It's a climb all the way up for sure. Good God. I'm excited for you. I'm excited too. I'm, I'm quickly will speak to what I've been watching because you, you put in so much work. I wanted to spend most of our time today <laughs> talking about, about Naruto. <laughs> yeah, because it's such, I mean, it's such a big it's moment. It's so good. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. What have you been watching? Uh, so I've been watching, um, I've been watching a lot. I mean, I'm still watching a lot of different shows that are out right now, like uh, uh, Shield Hero and, you know, Rurouni Kenshin. And, oh yeah, oh, um, uh, the you know, there's there's like a another BS uh, isekai, like a clerk cleric one that I've been watching, and um, I'm watching Eminence of Shadow, which is actually not on Crunchyroll; it's only on High Dive. Hmm. Um, and then you know, like the One Piece, the the One Piece, and the other shows that come out regularly that I'm watching. But one that I have been watching recently that I. You know, I, I enjoy. I'm not gonna say that it's anime of the year worthy. I'm not gonna say that it's especially stellar, but it's really enjoyable. Is Reign of the Spellblades, which is um, I I use the word really enjoyable, maybe a little too liberally. It's an enjoy. It's enjoyable for me. It's like a palate cleanser, and uh, in, in a way, it's mm. not too high stakes. But I think one of the things that really kind of is cool about it is similar to like Mashley. Yeah. This world is like clearly inspired by Hogwarts. Oh, really? But like, but like way more than Mashley was. But that was like almost verbatim Hogwarts, from what I remember. I know. So more. I know. They had like houses and the the Sorting Hat. Maybe I don't remember if they did that in Mashley, and maybe they don't do the Sorting Hat exactly. But it's like it's interesting. There are <laughs> similar to to seemingly Hogwarts while they claim to be a place of education, there is seemingly no regard for the safety of children <laughs> in this school. They don't care. In fact, there are some episodes where the teachers explicitly say, well, you know, here at Kimberly, if you don't have the strength to defend yourself or your classmates, we're not going to get involved. So, I mean, you know, short of Tough. just... Not being there, they're doing a lot to not help. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Um, <clears throat> so and and I'm talking about like there's like a labyrinth where you know students can go into and they get lost and there's multiple layers and students are killing other kids and like Jesus. Not just like one off. They're this is killing your palate cleanse? This is your palate so, cleanse, bitch. So so it's 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 it sounds low stakes. I mean it sounds really what? high stakes. It sounds like no, no, no. I meant the opposite of that. It sounds high stakes, but you have to understand that, like, <laughs> where in Harry Potter, when someone, like, in the second movie in the Chamber of Secrets, when those people start getting petrified and we're like, oh my God, what's doing it? And then we learn it's the basilisk. Like, you feel bad for those characters. They actually stay present throughout the plot of the film. A lot of the kids that are killed in this show are, like, NPCs who, you know, the, 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 the animators like clearly slap their faces together because it, it actually doesn't matter. I so see. like yes, people are going missing and dying, and like the main core crew is is affected, but like you know, it's it's like we're gonna stop you, God! and we like never see them again, and it's fine. You just like wash over them. But okay, I hurry. I think there's a there's a really interesting dynamic. There are some really interesting like for, for what it is. They cover a lot of really interesting themes. Okay. Like, like uh, there's one character who has a magical um, biological phenomenon that is very rare where they're just both genders and they weren't oh. born that way. Uh-huh. And like what's cool. So this person believed to be a cis male their whole life came to find out that they're this you know this type of magician that um on an, any given day can transform into a woman including like all of the reproductive parts and all oh. but just for that day and they just like swap and it's not decided by hormones it's decided by like their mana at the time mm. and and what's really cool ali is like they could just leave it at that and like make that a token character trait uh-huh but they took it like steps deeper and like they're helping this person come to terms with like what this means for them and like the women are like taking this person in and they're saying hey listen you don't know this but now that you have these organs that oh. you never had before there are new magics that are available to you now that you are a woman that when you are a man you don't have access to Ooh. So, like, there are magical organs uh -huh. that hold mana differently. And so now he has – or, sorry, uh, they have different attributes and m more mana when they're a woman than when they're in their male form. Mm -hmm. And, like, he, this person is, like, learning that. It's so interesting. Yeah. And it didn't have to be for, like, this character who's not the main character. Uh -huh. I'd say this person is, like – character four on the ensemble tier list of importance right and like even something as simple as this which is not simple at all uh -huh. is like super detailed I and like i love that, that. there's all these other themes of like how do you treat a magical monster who like doesn't have the same level of intelligence at what point can you give them rights and there's a girl who's like i'm gonna make it my mission to to like prove that these creatures have intelligence and her whole research is about like making them more intelligent so that they meet a criteria for gaining their own rights and she's all about advocacy 
you know, like little things like this where mm. I'm like, okay, B tier anime that yeah. was supposed to just be like about swords and magic. Like you're taking complex topics and you're involving them into the storyline in a, like a really cool way. So I find myself every time I find myself checking out a little bit, not in a negative way, but just like this isn't the most important thing I'm watching kind of a moment. They pull something out like this where I'm like, yeah, huh. okay. like <laughs> yeah. I'm like I was saying the other day, like I feel like I'm a better person for watching that scene. Like, yeah, you go for that. I want to rally behind you as you like uncover these things. And I want to see where, where it goes. I want you to, you know, stand for equal rights of, you know, creatures who normally don't have them because they don't meet an intellectual threshold, whatever that means. Like I'm on board. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm enjoying it surprisingly enjoying it this is the first season this is the first season there's 15 episodes it the first core started last season ah. we're in the second core this season and it is cool like <clears throat> don't get me wrong like the main character is on a vengeance to kill all of the professors here and there's something called a spell blade which is um a title given to a wizard that has the ability to kill somebody without it being able to be blocked like, there's a spell that they have that's unique to them, and they're the only ones who can do it. Ah. They're unique spell blade people, and that's why they are given that title, because they invented a magic that can't be blocked. And apparently, like, his mother was killed by one of them. At least that's his understanding. I see. And so he enrolled in the school to become a great magician, to also become a spell blade, and then kill all of them for revenge. And he's already killed a professor. But to his friends, Ooh. he's he's, like, the moral compass of the group, and, like, such a good person. They have no idea His he is on this request. Yeah. I wonder if oh. he'll change. Maybe. I expect so. There's like a love interest oh. who's also... You remember, um, what was it? Like uh, the show where they went on the island and there was all those gods and the flowers. What was it called? It was so great. Oh, Something paradise. Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise. There is a character who is similar to Aimori. What was her name? Uh, Sagiri. Sagiri. Asayaman. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. wow, you nailed that. I, I love her. Totally I love her. <laughs> there is a girl who has that kind of a vibe. It's a little different. She's like a trained assassin and has killed lots of people. And like at this point wouldn't care if she died. Like she hurt herself. Like she's like, if I die, I die. I've killed lots of people. And she's like clearly the strongest in the whole group by far and like yet she's learning to care about life because of the group and the friends and also her relationship with the main character and but she's also like battling like her feelings for him but also the desire to uh, kill him Uh, and not like okay okay like like, because she wants to fight him as an equal and she's stronger than him and she knows it Mm -hmm. but like that's like a challenge for her that she's trying to like navigate. Mm-hmm. So I think something will happen with the two of them where maybe his agenda will change. That's my expectation. But yeah. Anyways, that's Reign of the Seven Spill. If this sounds interesting, go watch it. You know, the animation is great in certain moments and in others, you're like, okay, that's a beer tier B tier budget. I beer tier. I see it. <laughs> beer tier. But it has its moments. It's cool. You certainly it. piqued my interest. In this, um, just by saying there's another character like Sagiri Asayamon. <laughs> <laughs> You've piqued my interest solely because um, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, so, I mean, give it a try. Give it a try. Well, hopefully these uh, 
these conversations spark an interest in, and you, our listeners, to go out and watch some of the stuff we're watching. If anybody's watching Rain of the Spells Blades, let us know in the comment section of our TikTok page. Would love to hear. We'll throw a soundbite out there so that you have something to react to. Um, that's our episode. I'm a binge monster. And I've been a green queen. Bye-bye. <laughs>